Hey now, hey now, hey now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new edition of Over the Line. That's right, day three. Or is it day two? It, it, it's I think it's day two of being banned from YouTube. Welcome. Uh, congratulations to you if you're watching this video. Congratulations on finding the show. You're doing a fantastic job. I'm proud of you. Your mom's proud of you and everybody else is proud of you. Uh, if you're listening on the audio podcast, thanks for being a dedicated listener. We appreciate you guys uh, loving the way the show sounds on the audio side. I listened to one of the shows today. I'm not the guy that goes back and watches my shows, so don't worry. Okay, maybe I do. But just to make sure that I didn't say anything stupid or uh, at this point making sure I didn't say anything to get me banned from YouTube. Did get a response to the appeal for the the episode we did about Israel and Palestine and they said yes in fact we've reviewed it and you violated our spam policy so you have been either spamming or uh, promising people something that they cannot get or directing them to a website that is not what you tell them it is I sent a response email don't expect to get anything back but I'm like hey Let's say for the sake of me attempting to not do this again, to do whatever you, you're saying that I did so I can avoid it next time, can you please tell me what it is? Because it's absolutely nothing. As I told you guys on yesterday's podcast, this is more than likely uh, some Hamas Palestinian, Palestinian sympathizer that happened to get my um, get my show, and, and so they're... Uh, that's the only explanation I could think of. I don't know. But I'm not going to worry about it. We'll be back on YouTube next Monday, and you're still getting the show, consuming it in many ways. Another way you can consume it, and this is really the easiest way, but it's a way that kind of costs you a little bit of money. Not a lot of money, but a little bit of money. Uh, Patreon.com slash Andrew McLean Who. If you go to our Patreon, we have decided to do, until YouTube gets back up, we are putting our show on the Patreon as well. So y'all know the drill. You got four different ways to donate. And if you decide to do so, you will, um, you'll get access to the show on there. But more importantly, you'll get access to behind-the-scenes videos, as you see here. These are videos that are posted nowhere else. You can get these videos nowhere but on Patreon. And you can sign up for as little as $10 a month. Or you can just do a simple $10 donation and quit it, you know? Check out what you want to check out. You don't have to have a reoccurring charge, but that goes all the way up to $100. If y'all want to do that, please do so. It is going to support the show, and every bit of that money is going to go back to the show. We will love you a long time if you want to contribute in that way. Also, Vapor Forge out on 280 That's right. Best selection, best prices. Good friends of mine. Tony, who is the owner of Vapor Forge. Is going to come over here and do a little show with us, and we're going to talk about some things, maybe stuff going on in the vape world, but just shooting the breeze in general because he is a friend of mine, and uh, I, I appreciate everything he does for Over the Line. 4673 Highway 280 East in Birmingham, 205-874-9010. 874-9010, right next to Bailey Brothers. Everybody I've talked to that uh, needs vape stuff or wants to get into vape stuff, that's where they go. They either hear it on the podcast or they ask me, hey, what's that vape store you go to? I send them and they're happy. They're as, as happy as a, um, what do you call it? Happy as a clam? 
<laughs> is that the phrase? I don't know why my phone's not on silent. I should know better than that. Okay, well, that's taken care of. Let me make sure. And we Gucci. All right. I then with Gucci. All right, today's show um, is something that, that we really need to stay on top of. And first of all, let me say this. I appreciate the comments that you guys leave me on YouTube. Some of y'all are going and commenting on old YouTube videos, which is perfectly fine. We always love to hear from you guys. Uh, but I've heard numerous times people saying, man, I, I hear the, the, the big head, the, the big talking heads talking about a certain issue or a certain situation. And when I hear what they're talking about as if it's some kind of new thing, I'm like, well, Andrew was talking about that three weeks ago. Andrew was talking about that back then. Why did it take him so long to pick it up? I don't know the answer to that. All I do know is I'm looking for the important issues of the day. And when I find them, I bring them to you. And it's almost a little harder for me to do because the format of the show now, we're bringing you one topic, really just one topic per show. And so it's not like we have a one, two, three hour show where we get to cram 20 topics in for the day. But nonetheless, we do what we do and we appreciate y'all doing what y'all do. But the big news of today or one of the one of the big stories of today is back to oil, back to the pipeline. No, not the gas shortage. No, not hackers and colonial pipeline. This one is a pipeline and it is in Russia. Okay. This is called Nord Stream 2. Nord Stream 2, you've probably heard that phrase before, but that is a pipeline that was being built in Germany just a few mere years ago that, uh, I'm sorry, uh, built in Russia to provide oil for Germany. And because of Russia doing what they do and being the menace to the globe that they are, the president, is, I know this is going to shock you, you probably never heard it. The president of the United States at the time, Donald Trump, put sanctions on Russia that stopped them from building the pipeline, which then starved them of millions of dollars. It's the same thing we did to Iran. Well, now you know that Joe Biden, he's trying to get back into the Iran nuclear deal, putting the whole world, especially Israel and other surrounding areas, in, in harm's way. But now he's doing the same with Russia. That's right. Nord Stream 2 is that pipeline that will send oil from Russia to Germany, which will equal lots and lots and lots of money for Vladimir Putin. And you may think to yourself, well, that's kind of crazy because we're being preached to day after day after day about how we need to get away from oil. Joe Biden's first order of business on the day he was inaugurated was to shut down a pipeline here in the U.S. The Keystone XL pipeline. The first thing Joe Biden did was shut down a pipeline in the U.S. But now he's lifting sanctions and making way, lifting sanctions and making a way for Russia to build their own pipeline. You may be asking yourself, how in the world would Joe Biden and the Democrats spin this? How in the world can can they make this seem like something that is completely fine and normal, not hypocritical? 
they are using the excuse that <laughs> that them allowing this pipeline to pump oil into Germany is going to better our relations with Germany. Better our relations with Angela Merkel because they were so torn and tattered by Donald Trump that Donald Trump really pissed off Germany and that we've got to do this to repair that relationship. Not only the relationship with Germany, but the relationship with other Western European countries. That seems like a good, warm, and fuzzy story that I'm sure people that don't pay attention would believe, but it's actually quite the opposite. Yes, Germany is happy about this, and they will benefit from it. So is Russia. But it's the surrounding countries that will not benefit from this. When Russia receives money, they do a lot of stuff. They hack elections. They hack pipelines. They take over land. They put Crimea and other countries at threat. They invade places like Georgia. They give Al-Assad money to harm his own people in Syria. They give weapons and money to Iran, which then goes to terrorists. And it puts the entire world in danger. It's almost a mirror image of what we're seeing with Iran. What I talked to you about Monday night. It is almost a mirror image paving the way. Joe Biden is paving the way for Russia to build this pipeline, make tons of money, and then use it for evil. That's what these people do. And it puts everybody in danger. All under the pretense of, we've got to rebuild our relationship with Germany. Germany, Germany, they got their feelings hurt. We've got to fix it. We've got to make it up to them. Forget the rest of the world. Forget the, 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 the pollution and the Russia collusion. We got to fix this. So outside of the direct threats, the existential threats, as we call them at the Defense Department, like global warming and climate change, also has to be thrown out the window and discarded. We have to completely ignore that. Because why did we cancel the, the Keystone Pipeline? You had some stuff about some land and who owns the land. But the big thing, what we were told all along the campaign trail by Joe Biden and all through his presidency so far, the climate summit, all this other stuff, we're, we got to go to electric cars. We got to do, he was just in an electric car just yesterday. It was all because of the environment. It was all because of climate change is going to kill us all in 15 years if we didn't get to net zero carbon emissions. Now, I don't know if Joe Biden realizes this, and it's very possible that he does not. But Russia is also part of the same planet that we're a part of. So... It's bad for us to do it, but good for Russia, even though we're all inhabiting the same planet. 
That's the theory here. That's the only conclusion. Pipelines in Russia, okay. Pipelines in the U.S., bad. Gas going to Germany, good. Gas going to the U.S., bad. Now, just so we got a full understanding of this, why does what does Germany need the oil? And, and why are they happy about this? How do they benefit from it? Well, they did what we're trying to do. They're trying to get woke, or Germany did get woke, got rid of all their coal plants and nuclear plants and tried to run on solar power and windmills and everything else. And guess what? It hadn't worked. So now they're having to receive oil from one of the biggest nemesis on the planet. They're having to take oil from Russia, and Russia loves that because they then have their thumb on Germany and will be holding them hostage to do whatever they want them to do. And so what are you going to do? What, what if we shut down your oil, Germany? Then you're screwed. So you got to do what we say you got to do. So take all those factors. The environment, Germany being held hostage by Russia, what Russia does with all the money they'll be receiving from this oil, funding terrorism, uh, ramping up their hacking operations, attacking the democratic process. In, in in countries that are supposed to have free and fair elections. Bashar al-Assad getting money to kill his own people. Hamas, ISIS, al-Qaeda getting money. Weapons. And that's the big thing. That it, it, It's not even necessarily money. It's where these terrorist organizations get their weapons from. They come from Russia. It emboldens them and it gives them more of an advantage in this global fight against terrorism. There is no sort of logical, critical thinking you can do to be able to make this not a bad thing. There is no explanation any liberals, any Democrats can give you that can shine up this turd. This is everything they told us not to do. Everything they told us they wouldn't do. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna allow pipelines. I'm not gonna collude with Russia like the last guy. We're not gonna fund terrorism. We're not gonna embolden our enemies like Russia. And now what's happening? Exact opposite. What is it with the Democrat presidents where they can't help but have this sick love affair with foreign adversaries? What is the deal with that? Especially the ones that are funding terrorist groups. I've said it in a previous, I've said it in multiple previous episodes that we will be entering an era where we see terrorist attacks on this soil once again. Remember when we used to, it, it, the, the, the terrorist attacks, the amount of attacks were heightened under the Obama administration. That's the reason 
The reason is because we're doing things that benefit the terrorist. We benefit the terrorist. They get emboldened. They get equipped. They get the money they need. They sneak into the country because we don't control our borders. And then they shoot up a gay club. Or they shoot up an army base. Or an office building. They blow up bombs. Kill people. Cutting off people's heads. That's the result of this. We know. We, we, this is not Andrew McClain thinks this is going to happen because Joe Biden's doing X, Y, and Z. This is Andrew McClain knows that's going to happen because Obama did the same thing. That's what we're looking at. Outside of that is the complete hypocrisy of the media and how they treated Trump and his relationship with Russia even though there was no real relationship with Russia. If anything, Donald, nobody was, was tougher on Russia than Donald Trump. Nobody. Donald Trump came in. Yeah, I'll talk to Putin. We'll see if we can work something out. But in the meantime, because of what he's been doing, we're going to make his life hard. We're not going to let him take the easy route. Oh, he wants to build a pipeline? Well, how about some sanctions there, buddy? Russia has not been able to build the pipeline because of those sanctions. You know when Russia started back building the pipeline? The day Joe Biden got inaugurated. The day Joe Biden took office, Russia resumed the pipeline. Now, why would they do that? Not only did they know Joe Biden wasn't going to do anything, and that Donald Trump was the only person keeping them from doing that, but they knew eventually they were going to get the green light altogether from Joe Biden. They knew. They knew it was coming. Collusion right before our eyes. Yet, we look back over the past four years, how obsessed, absolutely obsessed the media was about Russia. It's all they ever talked about. And how Donald Trump, everything Donald Trump did was to benefit Vladimir Putin and Russia. You're saying that Russia is handling President well, Trump as an asset? That's the, that seems to be the, that's the appearance to me. He is acting still as an agent of Russia. And this is exactly what we warned about in the impeachment trial. And he's doing exactly what we feared. He is clearly a Russian asset of either directly or indirectly or formally or informally. 18 reasons Trump could be a Russian asset. This is like something out of the Manchurian candidate totally. or the Americans. I mean, this is the realm of spy fiction becoming reality. It would have seemed bonkers until Trump, but it's not bonkers anymore. That New York Times story, which is which should chill every American that we potentially have a, a Russian asset in the White House. If Donald Trump is not a Russian intelligence and political asset, how could you tell the difference? Wow. Do you think sure. President Trump is wittingly or unwittingly an agent of the Russians? I would hope that Mueller has got more indication, but it is a very real question. 
an agent like in the 1940s where you had people who were reds to use an old term, like that. In other words, working for a foreign power. He's working on behalf of the Russians, yeah. Uh, I believe this was the greatest intelligence operation of our times, and it ended up putting a Russian asset in the White House. Um, that just, you know, the, it makes the worst case scenario really palpable. The worst case scenario that the president is a foreign agent uh, suddenly feels very palpable. You know, uh, the acting director of the FBI thought there was probable cause to look at whether or not he was a Russian agent. Do you still believe the president could be a Russian asset? I think it's possible. I think that's why we started our investigation. And I'm really anxious to see where Director Mueller concludes that. Uh, right now, there is a question uh, within the FBI and within a, a sizable chunk of America whether Donald Trump is, uh, is working on behalf of Russia. You've accused President Trump of being a Russian asset yourself. Uh, do you have any evidence of that? As a candidate in 2016, he asked on a stage for all the public to see for Russia to find Hillary Clinton's emails. The basic question, which I think rung so loud for everybody in the country this week was, is our president subordinate to a foreign power? Yeah. Does our president answer to a foreign government and a foreign leader? They were all consumed with it. It's all they talked about. It was wall-to-wall -wall coverage, Russia, 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 Russia. And I'm not exaggerating. You think the, the, the queen of Russian conspiracies, Rachel Maddow, it is literally, and I mean literally, all this lady talked about. Day in, day out, every single night her show came on, it was this. Russia. Russia, Vladimir Putin, Russia, 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 Russia hates Russia, 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 Putin, Russia's Russia, 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 Russian, 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 Russia, Russia, Moscow, Moscow, Russia, Russian, pro-Russian, Russian, Russia, Russian, 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 the Russians, Russian, Russian, Russia, Russians, Russians, Russia, Russians, Russian, 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 Russia, Russian, 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 Moscow, Russian, Russian, Russia, Putin, Russian, 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 Russian against us, Russians, Russians, Russia against the U.S. And that's all in one episode. That's one episode. That's one episode of the Rachel Maddow show. But you all know. I, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. But think about that. How consumed they were with that. And yet, we're watching it before our very eyes with Joe Biden. And nobody says a word. The media is literally silent. And if they do talk about it, they're going to use this bozo excuse of repairing relations with Germany. It's bad for us. It's bad for Ukraine, Crimea, Georgia. It's bad for Italy. It's bad for Poland. It's even bad for Germany. And as we continue to move more in a direction to get further and further away from being energy independent, it puts us in Germany's exact position. If Democrats and Joe Biden get their way, and we've got a country full of windmills and solar panels, guess what? We've got a country full of electric cars. And the sun don't shine or the wind don't blow. Who are you going to call? Russia, 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 Russia. That's right. 
You're going to call these other countries. You're going to call China. You're going to call the countries who know how stupid this green energy deal is. They're not playing by the rules and they're not doing it because they know they can't sustain their country without it. Again, as I said last night, I don't want to be the guy that gets on here every night and tells you how scary things are and how bad they are and how bad they're going to be if they keep going in this direction. But it's almost impossible for me to do that because it is. It is, in fact, that bad. So Joe Biden's lifting sanctions on Russia so they can build a pipeline that will give oil to Germany all while Joe Biden is canceling pipelines here in the U.S. and forcing us to go green. And all I want to know is, what is it that the Biden family, why does the Biden family have such a problem with pipes? Uh, You know, I spent more time on my hands and knees picking through rugs Um, smoking anything that even remotely resembled crack cocaine. I probably smoked more Parmesan cheese than anyone, (laughs) anyone that you know, I'm sure, Tracy. (laughs) Why does the Biden family have such a problem with pipes? That's what we need to know. That's the question we need to ask ourselves across the country. This is dangerous. It's not dangerous because it's funding Joe Biden's silly new green deal and eco-friendly or renewable energy. It's dangerous because it is going to put us in direct danger with foreign adversaries. That's it for this edition of Over the Line. Thank you all for hanging out. As always, don't forget... We got Patreon, don't forget Vaporforge, and don't forget to keep an eye on us to see when we come back on YouTube. Another important note, uh, and I may have mentioned this yesterday, I think I did, it's not, with when it comes to YouTube, our a majority, or not a fraction of our views and listens come from YouTube. YouTube is actually on the lower end of our views and uh, uh people that consume the show because we've got so many multiple outlets that YouTube is dwarfed by the other number. But YouTube is the easiest way for people outside the show to consume the show to get in because everybody knows YouTube. Not everybody knows Rumble or even Spotify or Apple Podcast. So to, to hit the link, put the link on the media, on TikTok, on Facebook, it's much easier for people to access. And so when we don't have that, that restricts us just a little bit. But it's okay. We're going to keep it going and get y'all hooked up. Make sure you check out tomorrow's episode. We have an episode coming up that is Trish and Andrew, the conspiracy show you've all waited for. And you're going to want to see this one. I promise you. Until next time, see you cool.